show, second hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. We have we have a guy running for Congress coming up here in about 30 minutes from now. He's from Arkansas. How many candidates for Congress do I have on the show? Not many, right? Not many? Uh, you're going to want to hang on for this guy. All right, so that's coming up about 30 minutes from now. We have, if you missed any part of the show, the whole thing's on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. You can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, anything you want, including your Medal of Honor citations. Well, your Medal of Honor citation recommendations. Remember, we're about to do Medal of Honor Monday, like we do every single Monday. If you have someone in your life, maybe a relative of yours, friend of a friend, just a citation you heard about that's cool, you could email recommendations. We have stacks of them in here. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com, as well as your love, your hate, and your death threats. All those things are welcome. Someone actually emailed in this one. He said, hey, Marine, I so much enjoy you reading your Medal of Honor citations. I have three Marines in my family, nephew, two oldest sons. I'm a history freak like you, and I've been reading about the Battle of Way in Vietnam in 1968. The battle produced five Medal of Honor recipients. One is Alfredo Gonzalez, a Marine. Do yourself a favor, read his citations if you haven't already. What makes him so remarkable is he didn't receive it for one incident. He was awarded for various actions he took over five days. He was a stud. Thank you for all you do to fight the commies. And before I get to Mr. Gonzalez's Medal of Honor citation, remember for you new listeners, every Monday we do this. Every single Monday we do this, and we do this at the exact same time. Why? Because... We celebrate enough filth in this country, enough idiocy and victimhood and this latest celebrity and YouTube star and athlete and your culture. We talk about culture all the time. Culture is simply what you incentivize and what you disincentivize. It's not, it's not more complicated than that. I think these are the guys we should incentivize. And I want to remind everyone, these are all free. They're all available online. I don't have some special access just because I'm a huge celebrity, Chris. <laughs> No, quit. I don't have some special access. If you're a teacher, parent, Sunday school teacher, whatever, you can go download any one of these you want. Steal the idea. Don't even give me credit. Just spread these around, all right? Spread them around. All right, well, without further ado. Ready? Aim. Honoring those who went above and beyond. It's Medal of Honor Monday. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty while serving as platoon commander, 3D Platoon, Company A. On the 31st of January, 1968, during the initial phase of Operation Way City, Sergeant, Sergeant Gonzalez's unit was formed as a reaction force and deployed to Way to relieve the pressure on the beleaguered city. While moving by truck convoy along Route Number 1 near the village of Lang Van Rong, the Marines received a heavy volume of enemy fire. Sergeant Gonzalez aggressively maneuvered the Marines and his platoon and directed their fire until the area was cleared of snipers. Immediately after crossing a river south of Way, the column was again hit by intense enemy fire. One of the Marines on top of a tank was wounded and fell to the ground in an exposed position. With complete disregard for his safety, Sergeant Gonzalez ran through the fire-swept area to the assistance of his injured comrade. He lifted him up, and, th and though receiving fragmentation wounds during the rescue, he carried the wounded Marine to a covered position for treatment. Due to the increased volume and accuracy of enemy fire, 
From a fortified machine gun bunker on the side of the road, the company was temporarily halted. Realizing the gravity of the situation, Sergeant Gonzalez exposed himself to enemy fire and moved his platoon along the east side of a borderline rice paddy to a dike directly across the bunker. Though fully aware of the danger involved, he moved to the fire-swept road and destroyed the hostile position with hand grenades. Gosh, this guy. Although seriously wounded again on the 3rd of February, he steadfastly refused medical treatment and continued to supervise his men and lead the attack. On the 4th of February, the enemy had again pinned the company down, inflicting heavy casualties with automatic weapons and rocket fire. Sergeant Gonzalez, utilizing a number of light anti-tank assault weapons, fearlessly moved from position to position, firing numerous rounds at the heavily fortified enemy emplacements. He successfully knocked out a rocket position and suppressed much of the enemy fire before falling mortally wounded. The heroism, courage, and dynamic leadership displayed by Sergeant Gonzalez reflected great credit upon himself and the Marine Corps and were in keeping with the highest traditions of U.S. Naval Service. And he gallantly gave his life for his country. Dang. That's a full-grown man right there. Now you know why we celebrate these guys every single Monday. And like I said, steal the idea if you're a teacher, parent, whatever. Go do it. Go. I, don't give me any credit for it. Go. Go run with it. Speaking of heroes, Chris, I think I need to learn Braille. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me. You know, everyone knows, I'm a world-class napper, right? Let me, let me finish, Chris. I'm a top five in the world. I've never claimed to be. You've never. I'm not. I'm not arrogant. You've never heard me claim to be the best bragger in the world or the best napper in the world. I'm just a top five. I guarantee I'm top five. I could be number one, but I don't know. There are a lot of competitors out there. When I nap, I nap, and I'll go on that for two, three hours, and then turn around and do it again. I, I, I'm a. I'm a professional. All right. It's not called sleeping, Chris. It's a nap. Anyway, sometimes. When you're a world-class napper like I am, you nap so hard you hurt yourself. And this is what I mean. This is what I mean. Because little things don't wake me up, I'll wake up and have had like my wrist twisted in an awkward position and I practically can't extend my hand for a while. It happens. At least these things happen. I've woken up with the dreaded toe cramp where you feel like you're dying and you're like, just cut it off. Just cut it off. You've all been there. Same thing just happened to me. About an hour ago, right before the show, I, of course, took a hardcore nap. It was intense. On my my pillow, Chris, took the hardcore nap on the couch in the studio, woke up, and my right eye, I woke up and I was sleeping on my right side. My right eye, I was sleeping on it, and it's still messed up. I can't, I can't focus out of it. I can't really see. I'm basically blind. I think it is time to move to Braille in case I wake up tomorrow morning, and I can't do this. Oh, I'm totally going to wear glasses all the time, Chris. Ooh, and an eye patch. They can, you could just buy those, right? I'm going to get a sweet eye patch, one with like my face on it, or, or, or like the laser eye from Terminator. What? That's a good idea. That's a good idea. All right. Now, back to some bad ideas. The Biden administration, as I explained in the first hour, they're not concerned about inflation. They're not concerned about gas prices. And I, and I mean concerned as in they're worried that you're getting crushed at the gas pump or, or not able to afford groceries. They don't care about that at all. Remember, these people don't, don't love the country. They don't give a crap about you. That We have a completely corrupted, rotted government. 
They are, however, concerned with you not blaming them. That's why they've gone on this, everything's Putin's fault, spree, nothing's our fault, everything's actually going well. It doesn't matter that they've been on camera a thousand times pushing things like this. The future of transportation is electric. Gas prices have hit a new record high in America and expected to keep rising. We need to make sure that it becomes relatively more attractive to have an electric vehicle instead of a gas vehicle. So you vehicle. want gas prices to go up and oil prices to you go up. You need it to reflect to the true cost of carbon. Number one. No more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. Record high gas prices. The national average now at $4.29 a gallon, a 60 cent hike in just one week. The president is really focused on making sure that people are not hurt at the pump. Several around L.A. that are more than six bucks a gallon. If you drive an electric car, this would not be affecting you, clearly. There's no sound or fuel. How many barrels of oil does the U.S. consume per day? I don't have that number in front of me. So how do I know it's actually working? What is the grand home plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. I'll, I'll just cut it off there. I might play the whole thing in a little while, but they've been campaigning on wanting gas prices high. Remember that now when they act like they care about gas prices being too high. This is what they've always wanted. Again, they don't care about gas prices. They don't care about inflation. They're actually happy about it. They just don't want you to blame them for it. Now, you know all that. I repeated all that in the first hour. Here's why I brought this up. You know what TikTok is? Don't cringe, Chris. A lot of people don't know what it is. I'm still figuring it out. TikTok is a, a social media site where people put up little videos. Is that right, fellas? I have that right? It's a, it's a, Don't look at me like that, like that's a stupid description. Is that what it is or not? And yes, it's Chinese spyware. I do know that. Keep in mind that TikTok account your kid has. China's collecting all of his data, and probably yours too. I do know that much. Okay, so it's this little video site where people put up funny videos and stuff like that. Now, do you want to hear one of the most jaw-dropping things ever? Ever? Do you know what the Biden administration did? I will tell you what they did in just one second. Before we get to that, let's get to Janet Yellen. Do you remember when she said this? You know, we're likely to see another year in which 12-month inflation numbers remain very uncomfortably high. Yeah, have you called Oxford Gold Group yet? 833-995-GOLD. You don't, you don't need me to tell you. Janet Yellen just told you. That's the Treasury Secretary, the one who undersells how bad it's going to get. The Treasury Secretary is telling you this. You know, we're likely to see another year in which 12-month inflation numbers remain very uncomfortably high. Call 833-995-GOLD and tell Oxford Gold Group that Jesse told you to call. They will take good care of you. Get some gold in your possession. They will deliver it to your front door. 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. Now is the time to own some gold. 833-995-GOLD, Oxford Gold Group. Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse USA! Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And look, I... 
some things just are beyond belief. I, I, I tried to explain before we went to break what TikTok is, but since I don't have it, and I'm never going to have it, I'm now being mocked by these two children here. But look, it's Chinese spyware. It's a bunch of people putting out videos. I, I'm not naive, though. I know it's big. I understand it's very big. It's very popular. So, again, remember what I said in the first hour about how Biden isn't worried about inflation or gas prices? They're just worried about you blaming them for it. They're not having an all-hands-on-deck meeting to figure out how to lower your prices. They're having an all-hands-on-deck meeting to figure out how to get you to blame someone else. Well, part of that effort is they took taxpayer money and they brought in 30, I believe they call them influencers, TikTok influencers to the White House. Why? And remember, some of these, some of these guys are like 18-year-old kids. Why did they bring them to the White House? So they could explain to them why inflation is Vladimir Putin's fault and why nothing is their fault. This, is, this happened just a few days ago. Today... What happened? The TikTok influencers apparently went back and took their marching orders and they put out videos on their TikTok accounts with the talking points from the President of the United States. Why is gas so expensive and why is the United States inflation rate at a four-time decade high? I had the opportunity to ask the White House why gas down the street is $7 and here's what they said. The obvious reason we're getting out of a two-year pandemic, when use goes up, price goes up. But the call was predominantly about Ukraine and Russia, so how does that relate? Russia is one of the top three producers of oil, and it is actually their number one revenue source. Now, with Putin starting this horrific fight between Ukraine and Russia, nobody wants to work with him and do an international trade. Okay. It goes on for another two minutes. Um, she did explain there are apps. If you're angry about gas prices, it's not, it's not Joe Biden's fault. There are apps you can go use to try to find lower gas prices. You see, if you're angry about gas prices, it's not because Joe Biden cut off American oil production. It's because you're too stupid to know where the gas prices are. Look, TikTok aside, some 18-year-old idiot on TikTok aside, the truth is this. It is a big problem that so much of this society, from athletes to actors to professors to social media influencers, gosh, that's such a stupid word. Chris, am I an influencer? I am an influencer. Yeah, you know what? I like that word now. So influencer Jesse here. It is a problem, though, that so many parts of this society jump whenever the Democratic Party says how high. I mean, doesn't that creep you out? They took a social media app and grabbed a few stars and called them into the White House and gave them their talking points and then dispersed them out to the public where they repeated said talking points? Doesn't that creep you out? Golly. And I'll tell you something. You know what? We're getting, we're getting to some emails. We're getting to some emails. Maybe I'll take some phone calls tonight. I don't know, though. That's Maybe that's a bad idea. 877-377-4373. I may or may not take it. Hi, Jesse. Like you, I was right, too. My father died suddenly in July of 2019. He golfed every day, had no real health issues, and boom, he's gone. That's life. We could slip in the shower, get hit by a bus, choke on a grape, and drop dead. Yet we shut down our lives over a cold that brought us basically to the precipice of destruction. And now because polling number in blue states are lower than dog excrement, we suddenly don't have COVID. 
It's disgusting, and I told anyone who would listen to me we're being lied to. I guess my question is, how do we stop this kind of hysteria in the future? And that really is the question. When you bring up how the public bought into COVID lies and the lies after St. George Floyd died, and the public is constantly buying into these lies. Right now, we don't have a new outrage du jour, but I promise you another one's coming. The media needs it. The government needs it. They always need to rev up another outrage. And we haven't done anything to ensure that the American people are much better equipped emotionally and mentally to deal with the next one. What is the next one going to be? I have no freaking idea, but I promise you it's coming. I guarantee you it's coming where something will happen and the system will realize whatever that thing is. That thing presents to them an opportunity to expand money and power and influence. And so just like they did with COVID, just like they did after St. George Floyd passed and was carried into heaven in the clouds, they're going to pounce. And what does it look like when they pounce? Well, you don't have to guess. You just saw. You've just lived through two years of it. You remember? Remember back. Early days of COVID. I know there's been a ton of news since since then. You remember, millions will die. Oh my goodness, put on a mask. Stand six feet away. The children, think of the children. We may lose all the country. Over and over and over again. Insanity. Insanity. Revving up the insanity. I'll never forget that. A uh, female relative of mine. I'm not going to call her out publicly because I didn't ask her beforehand. A female relative of mine was shortly after St. George Floyd died, was talking to her, and she actually said to me, gosh, I never realized how bad black people have it in this country. And I said, and this person was a Republican. I said, I'm sorry? What's that now? Well, did you know how many cops are hunting them down and killing them? Relative here, it's friend, and someone who aligns with us politically. I calmly explain FBI statistics, the reality on the ground, things like that. And to her credit, she was stunned at the truth and mortified with herself for getting caught up in the false narrative. Okay, so that's a, that's a minor success story, but that's not about me and how great I am, even though I, that we could do, go off on that. That is about how susceptible we are to the things that go in our eyes and go in our ears. How many things pull us astray? Are we equipped for the next time something like that comes? Because I promise you it's coming. It is coming. All right. I don't have many congressional candidates on because the most are garbage. The one I have on next isn't. Hang on. Jesse Kelly show. Um, I apologize to my guest, Jake Baguette, joining me now. He is, uh, most importantly, a Ranger, also Arkansas Razorback, NFL player, and now running for Senate in Arkansas. Jake, I apologize because a man picks Battle Hymn of the Republic, and my sorry producer, Chris, picked the worst version of that song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> 
Well, it was a good effort. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, next time we can get us uh, a better version of that. Yeah, yeah. We need one with, with get one with flutes or something, Chris. Good grief, man! Act like an American. All right, Jake. I mean, it, it's it's one of the all time most patriotic songs out there. So I, I, I thought it was an appropriate selection. It, it certainly was. It certainly was, Jake. I want to ask you about something first before we get to Arkansas. This this Florida bill that's going around. Seems like such a layup for the Republican Party. All right, people, no matter their persuasion, parents of kindergartners don't want their kids learning about sex in school. Just teach my kids the ABCs and let them eat paste in the background. Parents, normal, even most Democrat parents don't want that. But the GOP has this opportunity, and they don't pounce. They don't play offense, only defense. Why? Well, you're exactly right. I mean, first of all, uh, I truly admire and support uh, that legislation proposed by Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida, and he has truly exposed the problems we have nationwide in the Republican Party. I mean, it's a legitimate question. Why are 20 other red states not proposing similar legislation right now? I mean, Mm -hmm. the, the Republican base always complains, just as you said, that we're always on defense. We're never on offense. This is a 60 40 70 30 issue no parents want their young children uh, you know being indoctrinated particularly on on sexual issues at such a young age we should be attacking the democrats have given us an alley-oop we should slam dunk it but that's really what my campaign is based on jesse it's you know obviously everyone understands the problems that the radical left the the democrat party the, the socialist and marxist elements in that party but my campaign is really based on part two of that national problem, which is the invisible, weak establishment rhinos we have in the Republican Party who simply refuse to stand up and fight on issues like this, issues that really matter to conservatives and America First patriots in Arkansas and all over the country. That's why I'm running for Senate. Jake, what have we been why have we been lacking that? It's not difficult for people to hear that a defensive end in Army Ranger would have an aggressive mentality, but okay, so that's you. What happened to the rest of them? Why is it just a few? We have, not only are we right on these issues, it's morally right for the country. It takes the country in the right direction. We have an issue, and not even just this one, issues where we have 60-70% of the population on our side, and we, for lack of a better way to put it, to, to put it, we pussyfoot around the thing. It drives me crazy. No, you're exactly right. And, and you, look, Jesse, you come from the military, I come from the military, it starts with leadership. I mean, really, if you have weak leadership, then everything else is really hopeless. And that's what we have, I'm sorry to say, across the country, in Washington and in these red state governments, we have weak and pathetic leadership. And look, I've been blessed to to spend some time around some great football teams at the college and professional level, the the Razorbacks and the New England Patriots. I was very blessed to, to be a part of a great military unit, the 101st Airborne Division. I know what great leadership looks like, and I know that when you have the right people at the top in these impactful positions, like the U.S. Senate, like these governorships, then everything else falls into place. I mean, look at Florida. I use Florida. I don't carry water for anyone, but I truly admire Governor DeSantis because he proved, look, Florida was a 50-50 state. In 2018, Mm -hmm. he barely won that race against that insane Democrat, but he has turned Florida a 50-50 purple state into what will surely be a, a, a 55-45, 60-40 deeper red state just based on his leadership alone. Okay, and once again, I don't carry water for anyone, but those are the kind of leaders 
we have to have in red states and in the Republican Party, particularly in deep red Senate seats like the state of Arkansas. That's why I'm in this race. We have a rhino who's been there for over 20 years. He's asleep at the switch. He's in the witness protection program. That is simply not good enough. Jake, were your parents disappointed when you joined the Army instead of the Marines? <laughs> well, I know that the, uh, you know, the, the Marines are the Army of the Navy, if you will, but... You know, I'll, I'll give you a pass on, on that alone. I mean, we're, we're essentially, we're, we're both infantrymen, uh, so I'll give you a pass on that. <laughs> All right, Jake, Arkansas. What kind of a state is it? A lot of people haven't been through there. I've spent quite a bit of time in Arkansas. I love it. But people, when you, t- you say Arkansas in politics, they think Bill Clinton, and that's about all they know. Is it a purple state, red state, blue state? What kind of state is it? No, Ar- Arkansas is a deep red state or a, a Trump plus 30 state where – I believe we're actually the only state in the South that actually increased the margin uh, from which we voted for President Trump from 2016 to 2020. So we're an America first state, a conservative state, also a bit of a populist state. Uh, we're, we're washing away the legacy of, of the Clintons and, and 150 years of Democrat government. Now we're deep red. And really the action, I mean, Arkansas is God's country. I mean, we have so many things going for us. You know, we have so many great patriots. I know Bryce Mitchell has gotten a lot of attention over the past couple of weeks. I mean, Arkansas is full of great American patriots just like that. Salt of the earth people, people who you know, value God, family, and country, just like so many Americans all across our great land. And unfortunately, we have too many weak, pathetic leaders. Look, the state went from, from blue to red, and you know, kind of phase one was knocking out the Democrats, and now phase two is knocking out all these rhinos. And that's part of the reason why I'm running for this, uh, for this U.S. Senate seat, uh, because Arkansas deserves great leaders, and right now we simply don't have that. Speaking with Jake Paget, running for Senate in Arkansas. Jake, who are you running against? So Senator John Bozeman is the incumbent. He's been there over 20 years. He was first elected to Congress before 9-11. Um, you know, it's, it's simply time for a change. He's been there too long. He's out of touch. And we have to have, you know, in these deep red states, in these Senate seats that are so precious, you got to have someone from deep red seats who are leading from the front, all right? It's not good enough to be hiding under your desk and voting right occasionally. Okay, you've got to be leading the charge, moving the needle on the key issues, you know, dragging the caucus to the right, and being asymmetrically effective you know, from these protected seats. We're not going to lose this seat to a Democrat. So why not put someone in there mm-hmm. who's going to be swinging the sword, who's going to be able to, to, to rally the caucus on the key issues and you know, put great leaders in place, not just in Arkansas, but across the country. All right, finally, Russia, Ukraine. There's so much talk about uh, about this whole thing right now. I can't figure out what's real and what's not. What's your take on the whole situation? Well, it's what I said last summer, you know, during the Afghanistan debacle. This was about more than, you know, just, just one country in the Middle East. You know, this was going to metastasize, uh, you know, potentially uh, across the globe because America's enemies are on the move because they see – you know, a, a commander-in-chief who's weak and feckless and incompetent, who's essentially a non-entity. They see that across our, our leadership. You know, you, you've spoken, you've been very outspoken correctly uh, about the weakness and the incompetence and the wokeness uh, in the upper echelons of our military command. You know, so we have so many senior military leaders who are, are just not cut from the same cloth as, as so many of our great warriors. Uh, this country was, uh, has been led by historically. Uh, and so when the enemies of this country, when they see weakness, 
uh, at the very top, particularly in the executive branch, they're going to be on the move. And so, look, I'm not trying to get America sucked into you know a war on the frontiers of Eastern Europe. I mean, I, I think we have enough problems domestically, particularly at our southern border. Uh, you know, illegal immigration is a marquee issue of my campaign. We have no southern border. We have tyranny to our north. I think we should focus on that. When you know, when I was deployed to Iraq in 2019, one of our sister brigade combat teams was actually deployed to the southern border because President Trump understood the importance of using federal troops to actually secure the border. That's just that's simply not happening anymore. President Biden has let two million in this year alone, and so that has to change. So, it, it is, as much as my heart goes out to uh, you know the humanitarian side of the situation in Ukraine, I want America to focus on our more proximate problems, which happen to be our wide-open southern border and all other kinds of domestic problems within our own borders. Real quick, give out your website if people want to support you. JakeBeckett.com, J-A-K-E-B-E-Q-U-E-T-T-E, JakeBeckett.com. We're surging. May 24th is our Republican primary. That's the fight. If you're in Arkansas, go to JakeBeckett.com and support me today. JakeBeckett.com, and he can accept donations from anywhere in the country. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate you. Thanks, Jesse. Talk soon. Good man right there. Army Ranger, you think he knows how to shoot at all, Chris? You think maybe he used a mantis X in his life? People, people ask me all the time, how do I improve in shooting? How do I improve in shooting? You don't have to listen to me. Go talk to the pros and see what they say about practicing, dry firing, just in your home. Get a mantis X system. The Marine Corps boot camp uses it in Paris Island. Army Special Forces, they use it. Army Regular uses it. Get a Mantis X system. I was using it with my boy this weekend. Attached it right to my Glock, practicing right there in my home. You will get better without shooting a single shot, and those rounds are expensive these days, without spending a dime on gas, you can get better. Go to MantisX.com and get one today. MantisX.com. All right. 877-377-4373. It's time to talk a little bit more about this Florida bill and the GOP missing an opportunity. I've got an animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. the jesse kelly show and we are going to get back there's a lot of covid stuff i need to get to the uh Pfizer ceo is back out there trying to line his pockets you think that we will every fall have to prepare ourselves for a booster shot with covid just like we get a flu shot i think so many variants are coming and omicron was the first one that was able to evade in a skillful way Chris, uh, do me a favor. Uh, just whenever you get a chance, go ahead and dig up me predicting that about a thousand times a long time ago that the end game was an annual shot like a flu shot. It was an annual shot like a flu shot. That's it. This was all based on a subscription model. That's why anytime you go sign up for anything from a car wash to a website of some kind, they're trying to get you to what? Subscribe. Because then it's automatic money in. That's why the gym wants you to subscribe. No, don't pay per visit. Come in, pay monthly. That's all this turned out to be. It was obvious to anyone paying attention early on. Don't worry, I'm going to play you the rest of that clip in a minute, but I want to do something else real quick here. There's an email. Think about this angle. 
But Florida, uh, uh, the Florida law about teaching K through third graders about sex, I think, is just a ruse devised by the thing. He calls the thing the LGBTQ Air Force group. If they lose, they win. I don't really believe they have any interest in trying to explain the in and out. I think they are all they are really after is for us to stop the K through third, claim our victory, and open the door for the thing to abuse four through twelve. All right, so, so, hang on a second. Let's just set, set everything aside for a moment. People on the right get confused about why the LGBTQ Air Force crowd, why they push it on kids. And remember, pause, a couple things here. There aren't separate communist groups. There are separate labels to appeal to separate aggrieved groups. The LGBTQ Air Force group is the exact same as Black Lives Matter, which is the exact same as climate change, which is the exact same as the feminist, which is the exact... They all are the same group. There's a reason all these violent street groups are somehow never at odds with each other. Funny how that happens, right? They're all the same group. Same funding, same everything. So just set that aside. But back to the LGBTQ Air Force communist wing of that. that the communist brand of that. Why do you think people on the right don't push this stuff on kids? It's not that the LGBTQ Air Force crowd wants your child to, you know, ch- turn into a transgender. I mean, they do, but that's not the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to break your child. Your child is ripe to be broken. They're children. They're vulnerable mentally and physically. You can break them if you want. If you're a terrible person and you have no soul like the communist doesn't, you want to break them. Why? Well, once you've broken a child, then you can mold him and rebuild him for your evil purposes. Think about this. Think, think about this. A child, if you have one, this is probably how you raise your child, or maybe you are one of the kids listening to this show. This is probably how you've been raised. If you, if you have a child and your child grows up, no politics, no politics. Forget about politics. If your child grows up to have good manners, yes, sir, no, ma'am, holds doors open for people. If your child believes in hard work, hard work pays off. I say that to my sons all the time. Hard work, hard work pays off. If your child is grateful for the things he or she has, things around them, even whether they have a lot or a little. Okay, so I didn't say anything political there, did I? I said good manners. I said grateful for the things around them. I said believes in hard work. Those are three non-political things. That's not Democrat, Republican. Did I say Democrat, Republican? What are the chances that child is going to become a Democrat this day and age? Very small. Very, very small. However, if you can manage to break a kindergartner, 12-year-old, whatever, pick your age. If you can break one and you can get him to go in with one of these monster doctors who will carve him up like a Thanksgiving turkey and your child all of a sudden is mutilated, what chance does that child have of becoming a Republican? Zero. That child is mentally broken for life. Will almost undoubtedly struggle with several kinds of drug addiction, anxiety. Uh, the suicide rates with that group are astounding. It just, it's, it's beyond belief. But since the communist doesn't actually care about the individual or the soul, they're not going to worry about drug addiction or suicide or anything like that. They have a perfect little foot soldier. The goal is not necessarily to convert your kids the goal is to break your kids. 
Your kids must be brought in and broken. Broken. Remember, the communist believes in breaking people. We've brought it up before. I'm not going to go into detail of it because it is honestly, it's too horrific to even go into detail on, on a radio show. Definitely not one with kids listening. Look up the Pitest experiments. P-I-T-E-S-T-I, but it's called Pitest. Look up the Pitest experience, experiments in Romania where they brought in people who were the hardcore of hardcore, the holdouts on the right as the communists were taking over. And they just decided we're going to convert them. How did they convert them? They shattered them. They did things to them I would never even say on this radio show for fear that kids would be listening. Horrific, horrific things. It went way beyond beatings. I'll give you just one little example, and believe me, this is one of the tame ones. They would have another prisoner stand over them at night, and if they moved in their sleep at all, I mean stirred, anything, the person who was standing over them would take a gigantic club and bash them in the shins as hard as they could, so much so that people were scared to go to sleep for fear that they'd move. Why? That's insane. No. The communist has always believed they must shatter you in order to create a perfect cog in the wheel. That's what all this stuff is about. And that's why they've been so angry for, shoot, two years about you finding out about the communist crap they're teaching your kids in school. Way beyond just the trans stuff, the critical race theory stuff, all that stuff. They want your child broken in two. Disney, of course, supports the whole thing. You know, I've told you about these corporations before. It's part of the reason, it's part of the reason I talk about Pure Talk all the time. Because I've seen the stuff that Verizon and AT&T and, and Sprint and T-Mobile and all these companies do. I've seen what they do. You never see that from Pure Talk. I know you have a cell phone. We all do now. You probably have a family plan. Where's that money going every month? If you switch to Pure Talk, they're on the same 5G network as the other companies, and you're not funding this filth ever. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Oh, did I mention in a time of inflation and gas prices and everything else, average family saves over $800 a year? Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Pure Talk and switch to Pure Talk today.